you're about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello and welcome, that's right, you're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show, and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. Geek, Certified Geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York. And uh, Mark is uh, working overtime right now. Hopefully he'll be here. Uh, but yeah, he's stuck in Cincinnati. Hopefully he'll be here. And always among us, our moderator and Trollhammer, Joe, from Fallen One Gaming. And from Dallas, Texas, weighing in at an unstoppable 20,000 subscribers. Born from the Atomic Blast, the host of Toku Titan Cast, Davis Madol, aka Titan Goji. And from the mighty streets of Queens, New York City, swooping the cage with his strong push, coming from the hub. Nerd Cage Nation, please welcome back the mighty Kush. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing fantastic, Jay. I'm great. <laughs> Love the intro. Thank you very much. <laughs> I had to improvise. Now, hey, Joe, who we got in the chat right now? All right, live in chat, we have Billy Mount Third. Nice. We got Scott Danick. Always here, Joseph thank you. Kelby, hey. Laura Fickton, Shea Smithers. Zeon Zenith, Jeff Mento. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> and PTA Sports. Yo, Pass, what is up? <laughs> Let's, so we got good mix of uh, Giants Nation. We got Nerd Cage Nation. We definitely got some uh, Kaiju Fanatics here from uh, Davis's channel. So we got we got a really, really good uh, melting pot here tonight. So, uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully Mark will be joining us. I just want to... Friendly reminder, at the end of tonight's show, we're going to give away a movie. I don't know if anyone's seen the movie, uh, Nobody. Yeah, I know Davis just did. Uh, I'll be giving away a digital copy at the end of the show to enter. Send an email to nerdcagelab at outlook.com. I'll repeat that. Send your name in the subject line, email to nerdcagelab at outlook.com, and we'll draw a random winner tonight and then i'll email the digital code back to that winner so uh yes uh speaking of nobody kush have you seen it i haven't seen it no uh but as usual this is like well my third time on here we've talked things i haven't seen before like highlander and whatnot it's yeah. gonna be good yes davis you just watched nobody what was your thoughts oh it it it, it was pretty awesome it's easily one of the best movies i i've seen this year I'm a huge fan of Hardcore Henry, which uh, which the uh, which the director also did uh, back then. So, uh, so, so, uh, so so when I heard that uh, that uh, I, I believe it's pronounced Ilya Nyshuller was directing Nobody, and it stars Bob Odenkirk, I I, I couldn't help but uh, but be excited for it. Uh, unfortunately, because uh, a lot of stuff popped up in my life, I had to like set aside uh, for for a good while, but. I recently just watched it, and oh man, it's it's very good. It's very yes. good. Like, and of course, shout out to the RZA. The RZA from oh, Wu Tang yeah. is in the movie, <laughs> so ugh, it just made it that much oh, better. Yeah. It's it's got a really good cast. Now, listen, I did I see some questions here in the chat. No, I did not see Hardcore Henry. I know it's the first person um, shooting. Oh, dude, you, yeah. you should check it out. It's okay, so okay. good. I will definitely check it out. But yes, if you're a fan of Hardcore Henry. If you, listen, if you're a fan of, like, The Equalizer, if you're a fan of The Expendables and John Wick, 
Nobody. You should if you you gotta watch it. If you if you if you enter to win, great. But if you don't win, still go rent it and go see it. <laughs> oh, it's it's fantastic. Absolutely. So you, you got the official endorsement from not just me, but from Davis too. Okay, so guys, a lot of stuff has happened since last time both of you guys were on the show. So for starters, Kush, you're the biggest Halo fan that I know. And me and Joe did an E3 stream. By the way, thanks for everybody who came to our E3 stream a couple weeks ago. But Kush, give us your general I know give your general thoughts on and your reaction to the presentation of Halo Infinite. I mean I think they keep hitting it out the park with presentations and E3 uh, reveals. That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to hit it out the park with the actual game because with with Halo, you're talking about a franchise that used to be like at to on the top of the world back in its heyday. You know what I'm saying? It's like back in 04 to 07 time period where it was like probably the most popular game in the world. Like when Halo 3 came out, you know, there was lines around the blocks that every single game store to get in and whatnot. And the fall from Halo 3 to like Halo 4 and 5, even though it's not even a total of 10 years, was so big. But it's, it's we, we, we like for example, me and uh, Joe, we were kind of briefly talking about turnover in companies and how that affects games and whatnot. That's the main reason for why Halo, like not that many people know about it or uh, you know, are excited about it anymore as they were like say 10 years ago and whatnot. Because the studio Bungie used to make Halo, then Bungie and Microsoft, they got into a little tiff and ben Bungie left Microsoft. 343 was the new studios that took over. It was made like the people at 343 are, some of them are from Bungie. So it's like, it's not like it's just completely new people coming in, but they just never did as good of a job. And one thing that's reflected in just notoriety, sales, and quality of the game like halo 4 had a great story but terrible gameplay and just non-existent multiplayer which if anybody knows halo it's like it kind of helped build fps multiplayer as to what it is today and then halo 5 had a terrible story but great multiplayer and the gameplay was kind of s so it's like they're hitting on one thing and missing on everything else and halo 5 had the best marketing out of any game i ever saw i got everybody so hyped for it they knocked e3 out of the park just like they're knocking e3 out of the park right now with infinite but it was just such a setback for the franchise story-wise um, and such a disappointment um, because, once again, what they were showing in E3 was not reflective of what came in the game that, you know, we basically had now six years without a, a, a main story Halo game. And they're knocking everything out of the park again. We're talking graphics, which is a massive improvement from what they showed last year. They had to delay the game because the graphics clearly weren't done. It looks so good now. God of War PS4-esque. Um, it's already God of War PS4-esque in the sense that the cutscenes to gameplay is going to be a seamless transition where it's just like it goes right into each other. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Like, you know, usually your cutscenes are pre-rendered and then, you know, you have like a fade in into the gameplay. Now, this is, it's like God of War. It's like, um, I think Red Dead had similar uh, things as well where it was, everything was rendered as the game is going and you just, it's a seamless transition. You barely even notice it. And it looks so splendid. And and the gameplay that they did show off looks really nice. It's a nice blend of the classic and the more competitive uh, FPS gameplay of today. But it's like, that's the feeling I've been getting since they first revealed it in 2018. And it's, what is that now? Already four, three, four years now? Yeah. And we're still waiting for the game. So like, I can't confidently say this is going to be a great game, even though I want to so much, because of the fact that I had a similar experience with Halo 5, and that turned out to be like the worst game of the series, and it set the franchise back so many years. 
And I think the uh, the emphasis on the story had that big shift in Halo 2 when the multiplayer was first pretty much implemented. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it has been more high on multiplayer than the story. The story's kind of fallen behind. I will say this, though. they The story in Halo 2 was probably... Because multiplayer in Halo 2 is where they introduced it, but Halo 2 had, like, the best story out of all of them. Yeah, as short as it was. Yeah. (laughs) Nah, 2 was the longest campaign. 2 was, like, 15 missions. The short one was, I think, was 3. 3. Yeah, 3 was the short one, and it it felt kind of, I wouldn't say rushed, but it was more fast-paced than 1 and 2, but it's, like, it was still a great story, like, as a conclusion to the trilogy. But I know exactly what you're saying, though. Like, three yeah, three is also where they started spinning off to like ODST and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Halo Wars, so they kind of got away from the main story. Yeah. No, so I was just looking at the chat here, and uh, our friend Laura from the Review Roulette podcast. So, because you touched on it, she says that Microsoft won E3. If I'm taking my Nintendo biased out because I got my wish, I got my Metroid Dread, which is gonna rock, by the way. My Breath of the Wild 2 official reveal, but like, yeah, if I'm taking my Nintendo bias, I do feel that Microsoft won E3. And I, and I prefer Xbox over PlayStation, but I'm more of a Nintendo guy, but yeah. My I, I see theirs, where everyone's so. coming from. <laughs> to kind of quickly speak on it, because I mean, I'm not a, I forgot what it's called, Console Wars type of guy. Yeah. I'm not that type of guy. Um, I've always loved both, and I was always more of an Xbox guy, purely because I'm such a big fan of Halo, and obviously it's only available on Xbox. Yeah. But I will say in the past couple of years, uh, as usual, PlayStation is putting out the best games out there. Like, God of War was one of them. Horizon was one of them. Um, Spider-Man PS4 is another just great game that, you know, you only get on PS4 uh, and the PlayStation console. But the past couple of years, what Xbox has been doing with Game Pass, I am very satisfied. I am ha- so happy with what they're doing with Game Pass. And now you're even getting PlayStation games on Game Pass, like MLB The Show, made by PlayStation Studios, PlayStation Exclusive, is now on Xbox Game Pass. And it's just like... Listen, I ain't rich. I'm not dropping $70 on next-gen games, which is, I think, yeah. is a complete scam that um, gaming companies are trying to do. And I will say that's one thing I was disappointed in PlayStation doing. They're heavily pushing the $70 price tag, but with Game Pass, you get you get it for free, technically, if you're on the subscription, because day one releases of games drop on Game Pass if you're a subscriber. And it's, what, it's like 10 bucks a month, so it's like complete steal for me. Yeah, and all of I mean, they're not discriminating against any game. All of them will drop on Game Pass. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the one thing that can push Xbox over PlayStation. Yeah, that's um, the one thing that's getting them back in. Because honestly, the reason they they completely fail, let's call it what it is, in the last generation was because of their lack of games. And I, like ever since, you know, I don't know if you guys know who Phil Spencer is, the current head of yeah, Microsoft and yep. Xbox. Ever since he took over in 2015, which once again, yo, it's no coincidence that the lowest point in the Halo franchise 2015 was the lowest point in Xbox. Like they were considering shutting down Xbox as a company. Microsoft was seriously considering that. And then you got Phil Spencer who took over and basically saved the entire company and has really turned it around, has really listened to the fans. And then there's, uh, you know, there's Bonnie Wright, um, or not Bonnie Wright, I'm forgetting her last name, but there's a couple of people that really turned it around in like the past five years. I mean, <laughs> that was really well said. I, I, I tell you what, though, I play. Honestly, what I I started playing Xbox because uh, what, I mean, I always had an Xbox. Like I started from the beginning, but the, the I'm not a Halo guy. The game, the franchise that I love is Gears of War. 
I haven't played yeah, Gears, Gears of War. Of War 5, yeah, yeah that, that's like another one that's kind of just like the Xbox game, right? Yeah. yeah, Halo and Gears are probably the flagship games of the Xbox. Yeah, mm -hmm. but we'll see what happens when the, was it Starfield? Like, yes, yeah, I was about to say Starfield because, Jeez. and that's another thing. Not just, <laughs> not just Game Pass. Like Microsoft has been making moves with studios. Like PlayStation, in terms of studios they've acquired, has gotten less and less over the years. And now Microsoft has like twenty plus. And the Bethesda deal, they so like they basically own Doom now. They own Fallout. You know, they're, they're, yeah. that's why Starfield is going to be an Xbox exclusive, which does look really good. And then they they also have the deal with EA, which. That was the first, the main reason I got Game Pass was because obviously, you know, I'm a Giants YouTuber. I cover the NFL. The main reason I got it at first um, wasn't even for Master Chief Collection because I already owned it. Was because I'm like, I'm going to get Madden free when it drops, <laughs> right? So you get all the EA titles, you get all the Bethesda titles. It's just when you really look into it, such a great deal. Yes. Hey, yo, I got to pull Fist Vegas right now. There's 15 people in the chat and only five likes. Hit that goddamn like button, man. Come on. <laughs> Don't be like that. Pay the rent. Hit that like button if you're going to be hanging out with us. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to shift gears just a little bit because um, I know Davis is chomping not the bit because we... Because um, <laughs> I know this is why I wanted to bring the two of you together, okay? Because this is what I love about being this doing this YouTube thing is when I have you know our various guests on the show and you get to know these guests and then you say oh wow so he likes that so does he that being said the common string that I want to bring you guys together attack on Titan that's which why I had the theme like this today I recently dipped my toes in attack on Titan because Davis has been kind of like you know planting that seed like Jay you need to watch this <laughs> I finally started watching attack on Titan and you know what? I ain't gonna lie. I I like it. I'm, I'm not in love with it yet. Yet. It, it, it's kind of started a little slow, but this, there's enough interest there to keep me going. So, gentlemen, um, go ahead. Like, why should I keep going? <laughs> and what makes this show great? Whoever wants to go first. Um, I, I, I guess I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Now, uh, admittedly, season one isn't perfect. There are definitely like some rough spots here and there, and, and that is mainly due to the fact that at the time of like uh, writing the manga, Hajime Asayama, he was still trying to like find his footing, like as a writer. And uh, <clears throat> and, and and while season one, yeah, like it's 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 got a couple of flaws here and there, uh, but overall, it's it's still a solid season. But that's only, like, the surface of what makes Attack on Titan great. Because, like, everything after that, I'll just say that season one is here. Season two and onwards, like, up here. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it like it gets so much better. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, like, the stakes become higher. A lot, uh, like, a lot more pieces of lore uh, uh, gets revealed and so forth. Uh, lots of like character dynamics change back and forth. Lo lots of character development as well. Uh, like basically, uh, it's it's all building up to like this sort of like grand scope of a story where shit's really gonna go down. <laughs> and and not not even to discredit season one because I I completely agree with uh with Davis here. It does have its little bit of flaws, but season one is a great season you know as an anime show it's like a solid eight nine out of ten and the thing with attack on time is that with every single season that's dropped 
it was always a top like show streaming worldwide. When season one dropped, for example, a lot of people don't realize this. Attack on Titan is what put Netflix on the map for anime because Netflix had that deal with season one when it dropped back in 2013. Everybody who was, you know, in or everybody was interested in anime at the time was watching Attack on Titan, even with season one, even though I could confidently say season one is the worst out of all four seasons. And that's not because it's a bad season. It's just like if you stack it up against the other three that follows, it's like, man, the story and, you know, you know, the lore and all the twists and stuff that happens in the other three just completely outmatch season one. But that deal they made with Netflix, for example, Attack on Titan season one was so like great and popular that is the whole reason, you know, they got involved in anime in the first place. And, you know, it expanded their markets to Japan tremendously and, and whatnot. So I just want to say not to discredit season one because mm-hmm. it's a great season. It is. But, like, when you, when you consider everything I just said and what it's done, you know, in, in the time in 2013 and the fact that it kept that hype all the way until 2017, there was a four-year gap from season one to season two, and it got even more popular. When you consider that and that the seasons afterwards are better, I think that should be enough for you to uh, continue watching. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I will say this because I guess it's not too spoilerish because it's because like I said, I'm I'm still early on, but I think the scene that really grabbed me in season one so far again, I, I'm like nine or ten episodes in right now. When he has that, I don't, I wouldn't call it a dream, but when he's inside the Titan's stomach and he sees like the dead people in there along oh, with, oh yeah, you know, his mother and stuff like. Whoa! All I'm gonna say, Jay, is you mentioned the word dream, bro. Pay attention to dreams, memories, and all that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am, and I will when say, I say this, this man, I love the animation, I'm too. telling you, Jay, when I say this man in the end of season three, which is basically season four, and in season four is tying back things all the way to season one, episode one, he's doing that, bro. Like, pay attention to everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm Jay. really enjoying it Jay. so far. I, I want to uh, interject here and... <laughs> I want to welcome a friend of yours, James Kern. Yes, our classmate, Jimmy. It's good to see you here, man. I'm glad you finally dropped in. Uh, Yeah, no, no. Again, thanks for everyone that stopped in today. Really, really appreciate it. But yeah, I wanted to just add on to like, I'm also really impressed with the animation. Um, I'm sorry, Davis, I have to say it again. As much as I like Godzilla Singular Point, which we will get to, we will get to. (laughs) That's going to be our next segue. And I was, so we were on, I was on the Toku Titan cast on Sunday night, and I had to be, not the bad guy, but I was the one that was kind of crapping on everybody's, I liked it, I didn't love it like everybody else did, I wasn't too impressed with the animation on that show, but it doesn't take away how great the show is and the story and everything else, but the animation I just think could have been better, I'm watching Attack on Titan, that animation's fucking tits, dude, for real. I'm gonna tell oh, yeah. well, Jay. I'm gonna tell you this: with almost any anime you watch, it's gonna be that. That's just like I don't know if it's I should say Japanese culture, but like that. That's just that's just how it is with like 90% anime. Man, they they put so much work into it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and and, uh, and and Jay, uh, in, 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 in case you didn't you didn't like the animation enough already in season one. I'm happy better. to inform you that it gets so much better, so much better. As, 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 as it goes on. Also, believe it or not, in terms of um, like art style, uh, you were just talking about art in general. The manga, the mangaka and Attack on Titan in general is has one of the worst art styles in all of anime. And and the author or the mangaka, he admits this because he's not a good artist compared to the standards of like the rest of the industry. So when you even consider that, it's like, you know, it's just kind of a wow factor into how much work they put into this stuff. 
Oh yeah, it, it's 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 like it's like when you look at those early chapters that season one is adapting. Like, uh, I, I mean, not not only is it like a night and day difference, but it's astonishing how they were able to breathe so much uh, life into some pretty rough artwork. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie though. There, no, you both can answer this question for me. Uh, again, now that I'm new to Attack on Titan, I'm kind of new to anime as well. Truth be told, I mean, other than like the movie. Listen, I got, I got, I got a very short list of recommendations for you. Go for it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, right now. All right. If you love animation, one of the most popular out there right now. That's just a good show in general. Also, a very short one, just like Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer. Um, another good one that's uh, Crunchyroll original, Jujutsu Kaisen. Also has really good storytelling. I one still need to check that out. Yeah, one of my personal favorites, just because I started watching, just like Attack on Titan, I've started watching it from the day it dropped is my hero it's kind of more lighthearted, but it has its really dark moments um like with certain seasons and uh depending i don't know that's gonna be it's off-putting for some people i really do like it i still think it's one of the best out there it's basically like a superhero academy x-men type show um cool. and then hunter hunter is just like one of the goats animes for me it's uh an older one but like very short list if you like animation don't immediately go to demon slayer it has probably the best out there Okay, and I think I think HBO Max has it too. So I'll... yeah, because they have a deal with uh, Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Attack on Titan. I'm, I'm watching on Netflix right now. But no, I was just gonna say, and I want you guys to intervene real quick. Is the <sighs> please don't take this the wrong way, guys. But I don't know if it was done on purpose. But sometimes on the Titans, it it, it can look a little silly, like laughable. Yeah, it's done on purpose. I know what you mean. It's done on purpose. Yeah. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. like there's the one where the dude's like running like this, like. It's 100% done on purpose, The that was running, bro. he's like bobbling his head. I started yeah. laughing hard, like, yo, come on. <laughs> nah, it's, trust me, bro, it's 100% done on purpose. I mean, they even show, say it in the show, right? They're the abnormal titans. Yeah. I, I had to giggle a little bit, like, oh my god, it just looks, it just looks funny. Um, oh, but yeah. no, I, I actually did enjoy the two Toho movies. More so, the first, I know Davis loves them. Yep, <laughs> yep, in the background there, if you can see it. Um, yeah. I think I, I love I liked the first one the second one didn't really do it for me But I haven't watched the movie since they came out, but I was aware of attack on Titan because before Shin Godzilla came out like everyone's like watch attack on Titan because that's what led to Shin Godzilla same director same writers blah 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 so so yeah, I, I I knew of Attack on Titan because I watched the Toho films, and then I was told. Well, yeah, I gotta I gotta ask anime. you and Davis is uh, Shin Godzilla made by Mappa Studios? Oh no, uh, uh, Toho did uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh okay, because I heard I heard same director. And I'm like maybe. For oh season oh four. Uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Shinji Higuchi, he's one of the directors on Shin Godzilla. He directed both of the uh, live action Attack on Titan films. Oh Jay, that's probably you got it mixed up, bro. Never yeah. watch live action ad adaption of any type of show, bro. It never it's never good. I I mean it's not bad. Good. <laughs> Toho tried. I mean. It, yeah, I say it's I, worth I, a watch. <laughs> Go ahead, Davis. I, I, yeah, love it. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm basically uh, the uh, live-action Attack on Titan expert. <laughs> okay, so um, you, you, you kind of have to keep in mind that <clears throat> uh, that that uh, that like Japanese films, you're you're not gonna get like Marvel type of budget. Uh, but by the same time, I feel like using Tokusatsu was was a really good way to kind of like uh, stay closer to the roots of Attack on Time because 
a lot of the manga was inspired by uh, classic kaiju movies like War of the Gargantuas, Godzilla vs. Biollante, and so forth. So, uh, so, so in a way, it's almost it's almost like a love letter to that uh, classic era of kaiju films, all, like much like the anime was. And uh, and and while and while yeah, there there are, there are like many differences here and there. That's mainly because Hajime Asayama wanted them to be different from the manga. They didn't want, uh, or he didn't want it to be like an exact replication of uh, his work. Although at the same time, he kind of did uh, put bits and pieces and. In the films that kind of foreshadow uh, future events in uh, uh, that, that would that would appear later in the manga, uh, I, I like to compare it to uh, Shin Mazinger Z and New Getarobo in the sense where they uh, they are retellings, uh, but they are very but not only are they different from the source material, they are they are pretty unique enough to stand on their own. Yeah, no, that that's well said, and, and, and to be fair, Kush, I think watching the live action movies helped me understand what was going on on in season one because they clearly borrowed a lot of that those storylines in the in the um in the movie too so that actually helped me so i wasn't lost and i kind of see where the story is going because i saw the movies first so just just saying, like you know, I, I will say I understand where you're coming from, but if you see the movie, which takes from the show, then of course you're gonna understand the story more, right? But I, I don't necessarily think it helped. I don't know. I feel like because with the movies you have to simplify so much, and I did see it, like it's impossible to capture all of that. That's why yeah. I'm like, I just tend to stay away from any live action adaption. Yeah, I don't. Know. I would say it's worth checking out. Um... But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got on, on Attack on Titan. Uh, I figured a uh, good segue here. I do have a question for you, Jay, from the chat. Uh, yeah. Shea Smithers wants to know how much Dragon Ball Z you've watched. And are you a fan? Who, me? <laughs> yes. I've, I've, I, I know of Dragon Ball Z, but I never, never really, really watched it. But Davis, on the other hand... He's seen all that, the movies and more, so... <laughs> I mean, I know who Goku and Majin Buu... I know who the characters are, I know the premise. Um, no, I did not see that crappy movie that came out a few years ago. But... What, Broly? <laughs> I'm just... Well, no, I, I never got into Dragon Ball Z. I, I mean, I don't dislike it, I just... Never nah, it's like... I said Hunter is one of my go-to animes just because of, like, if we're talking actual greatest of all time, just because known worldwide and known by the most people, like, Dragon Ball Z is obviously yeah. up there, and, like, oh, Naruto is up there as well, so. Yeah. Also in the chat here, I just want to just quick shout out here, uh, Rick Gall says, let's go, Gigante Giants, like, I'll take it. And, uh, of course, um, there was somebody else I saw earlier um, that was that popped in that I know. Oh! Zeon in the chat. Zeon Zenith. I don't think I've ever seen you in Nerdcage, so thank you for stopping in. Appreciate it. Okay, so keep it in the anime realm. Okay, we touched on it earlier. Godzilla's singular point. <laughs> Kush, listen. I feel in my heart of hearts you'll like Godzilla singular, bleh, okay. singular point. I liked it, and I'm not an anime guy, and I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, uh, me, uh, me also being, uh, uh, being pretty into anime and also a huge Godzilla fan, I loved Singular Point. I did say back in the uh, stream I did on Tokyo Timecast that it was basically the Godzilla anime I, I, uh, I always wanted. So uh, yeah, I, 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 I think you, you might really, uh, really dig it, Kush. 
And let me but just iterate real quick. I hated yeah. the trilogy, the, 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 the anime trilogy. I hated it. But Singular Point, Kush, I, I... Is Singular Point separate from the anime trilogy? Yes. 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 Completely different. And it's I haven't brand seen new. it, but I, have, but I have to ask, what is this hashtag going around Dump Truck Godzilla? Oh, Davis, no. that's all you. <laughs> oh, that's all you, Davis. Oh, no. Just such a, a... That's the one thing I never liked about... I, I seen the Shin Godzilla design, I'm not sure if it's similar or different to the, to the anime trilogy design, but it's kind of a stupid design where they made his legs so large compared to the rest of his body. It's crazy. I mean... Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'll 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 explain the hashtag in a bit, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say that um that, that that's kind of the thing with uh with modern Godzilla designs these days, where it, it's it's like it's like they, they try to ground drown the character further into reality by giving him like such large legs because he's gonna need such large legs in order to like uh hold his own weight because realistically. If his legs were any smaller, he he'd crush himself. But uh, but to explain the hashtag, um, we, uh, uh, we we were pretty much talking about that on the Tokyo Titan Cast episode about Singular Point and uh, Yoko Higuchi, who's a uh, who's the well not the but a production assistant on Shin Godzilla. Uh, he he stopped by in the live chat, and while we were talking about Godzilla's thick thighs, he he posted hashtag Dump Truck Godzilla. And, and, and as a joke, it caught fire. As as a joke, I I, I decided to post hashtag Dump Truck Godzilla on Twitter, and now everyone is saying it. <laughs> yep. Wow. It, it, it's, it's just it's, amazing it's, that it, it went as far and it reached Kush. I'm astonished. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like oh, so this is like the one thing Godzilla Twitter is gonna know me for. All right. <laughs> and Kush, just real quick though, it's also pretty short. Like I binged all 13 episodes in one day. Like mm-hmm. the total thir- thir- every episode's like barely 20 minutes, like 25 okay. minutes. It, um, I, I'm gonna say this though, it doesn't. The first couple episodes is a lot of character introduction and world building. Definitely world building's a thing in this. Episode four is where it takes off, for me personally. And there's a lot of familiar Toho monsters. I mean, I, I guess it's not spoilers, the toys and stuff are out. But, you know, you got your Rodans, your Angros, your J- Jaguar, your Mandas. It's really, 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 like, well done. I, they're all unique designs. They're likable. There's likable characters. That's the thing. The characters are likable, and it's just—it's very, very sciency. I'll, I'll say that right now. Just a fair warning. It's very sciency, but at the end of the day, it's Godzilla, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a great payoff in the end. Kush, I have a feeling you will like it. It's just—just—just just, just based on. I am a very big fan of the more modern Godzilla, and I've seen. Like we, we, I think we talked about the very first time I came on um, the show where I've seen a couple of the classics from like way back in the 60s and 70s. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a bigger fan of like the more modern ones. So if, if it's anything like that, then yeah. Yeah. So I would say check it out and like let us both know what you think for sure because. Um... Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's easily one of like the most unique entries in the entire franchise. Absolutely. Uh, Davis, anything else you want to add on Singular Point before we uh, move on? 
Um, it, it, uh, like, like what Jay was saying earlier, it's definitely very sciencey at times. It does get a bit heavy-handed with the whole science, uh, uh, techno babble, and all that. And that, and that's mainly due to the fact that one of the writers is like an actual physicist and a sci-fi writer, and that's that's kind of just how he writes. Uh, but, uh, but not only do you have all these like science elements at play here, there's also uh, a lot of uh, t- there's also a lot of ties to um, religion, folklore, and mythology as well. So it's uh, so it's it's a pretty pretty rich story. Uh, like and like not 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 really like a deep lore. I mean I mean not not deep compared to Attack on Titan, of course. But uh, but but there's like enough going on in the story to to like keep it interesting. I do want to ask, what was the Godzilla trilogy called again? Uh, it is. It's. It's. Uh, I've seen it be referred to as two two names: the Godzilla anime trilogy or the Godzilla Earth trilogy. It's a yeah. uh, planet of Planet of the Monsters, City on the Edge of Battle, and the Planet Eater. Yeah, I want you to explain to me and tell me like what about it was so bad. Uh, okay, so it was originally going to be a series, but then somewhere down the line, they decided to make it into three films. And when you watch it, it's so obvious it was meant to be a series because none of the films stand like alone very well. Like mm-hmm. they all feel like pieces of like a larger puzzle. Um, uh, uh, like uh, basically, most of pla- most of the plan of the monsters is filler. Like you can take like eighty percent of that movie and just throw it in the trash. Uh, the second movie, it's basically the, the first one. movie. It's, it's the it's the first movie again. Uh, but uh, but uh, but uh, I feel like it's just a tad more interesting towards the end. Emphasis on tad. <laughs> The third one is decent. The third, okay, the third one, I will admit, okay, they're all booty sauce, but the third one is is the best of the three. And, I, and I'll say this with a trilogy: whenever the second one in a trilogy is the worst, it just messes up the entire trilogy. This kind of goes back to like uh, the earlier Halo conversation. The original trilogy is one of the greatest video game trilogies of all time. Strong first one, like goat level second one, and a really great third one. But then the second trilogy. Weak first one, absolute trash second one, and now we're waiting for the third one because you know what I'm saying when does it, when the middle one is bad, it affects yeah. both the intro and the conclusion. It's just like it messes up the entire thing. Yeah, it's just, that's just my opinion. Um, I will say this though, the, the, the animation's beautiful. I think the anime, come at me, I don't care, people. The animation in the trilogy is better than singular, in my opinion, better than singular point. But the singular point execution, the story's there. It's a great goddamn story. It's a really really cool take on Godzilla where. You know, it's not, not spoiler, really, because it's right at the beginning. Godzilla takes over the Earth, basically. And then humankind comes back to Earth. And the story's there, but the execution was not. But the Godzilla design itself was cool, because Godzilla Earth is, like, the most massive Godzilla ever. But oh, yeah, it, it was just it is, such yeah, a it, drag. It just let me look up yeah, the like, size. It, it, uh, it, it is the largest uh, incarnation of Godzilla yet. Uh, I, I forget the exact height, but it's a it's thousand over feet th- tall. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's over three hundred meters. And how big is the one from the movies? He's like what a hundred meters? Three hundred. Uh, like uh, uh, the okay, so uh, so this anime Godzilla is three hundred meters. The second uh, largest, uh, which I can't remember if it was the. Uh, King of the Monsters Godzilla or Shin Godzilla, but Shin Godzilla is 118 and a half meters. Yeah, 400 feet, basically. 
I've seen the design for Shin Godzilla. I want to say Shin Godzilla is bigger than the movie ones, and the movie ones I think is like around a hundred. I've seen the design for Shin Godzilla. I, I, still I like. Think, the Shin I think Godzilla I still design. think movie Godzilla will give him the business. This man got no upper body strength, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Shin Godzilla. Well, okay, I, I just looked up, I just looked up Godzilla Earth. Jesus Christ, he's yeah. massive. What in yeah, the that's world? what I'm saying. Like the it's. That got version of Godzilla is fucking awesome. It's just the anime, the the, the, the trilogy itself was just booty. How do they? How do they make that work then? How do you make something that big work in story? I don't get it. Well, uh, like uh, that's uh, like by far the it's largest. Thousands ever. of years of evolution, basically. Yeah, like uh, basically their explanation is that Godzilla has essentially like become part of the Earth. Yeah, like that the Earth is basically humankind's been wiped out, and they come back. Was it twenty thousand years in the future, and like it's all it, taken over by like mutant It's either two or twenty thousand. Yeah. So, so it sounds like it has an actual very interesting story. It is. From... No, it is. It's just yeah. executed poorly. That's all. Okay. I mean, Davis, am I right? Like, it's. it's... Oh yeah, you're uh, you're uh, you're you're you you totally hit the nail on the head there. Like, it's it's got so many interesting ideas. It's just that the execution, it and then could have been with a singular lot point, it doesn't sound like it's too much different of a premise at least, except when when Godzilla takes over, the story takes place right from there instead of two thousand. It's a lot more years. grounded. Singular yeah. point's far more grounded. It's it, it's basically like, um, what's interesting. I, I don't want to spoil it. But How like, tall is the is uh, Godzilla in singular point? By the way, like three hundred um, feet. Uh, I, I, I mean, uh, uh, a, a lot of the so, official, so around the hundred meters, then basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like a, a, a lot, a lot of the official stats are uh, are are in meters, but uh, but Godzilla does get to a uh, hundred meters. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I like I said, I highly recommend it. So Kush, I'm just saying right now, like skip. Watch Singular Point. I would. It's skip, watch the anime trilogy if you really want to, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's bad. I'm sorry, I really right, want to just because it sounds point. so interesting. <laughs> like, oh. the premise sounds so interesting. It, 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 uh, I, I would say go straight to Singular Point, and if, and if you're really inclined, then go to the anime trilogy, but I just... Yeah. That's By the way, that Singular Point design that you have up on the screen right now, why he look, he looks so much like a crocodile. That's <laughs> kind of funny. Someone else in the chat says it looks like Bowser. <laughs> yeah. I just pulled, so I just pulled like whatever the first Godzilla GIF GIF well, I say GIF, not GIF. But the first Godzilla GIF file I found on Google, I found that one and I pulled it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, do have a few questions from the chat. Yeah, um, go ahead. Billy Mount the Third asks, how many inches is Legendary Godzilla uh, and Monsterverse Godzilla? Uh, I, 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 I yeah. cannot convert meters no. to inches. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Legendary Just, and Monsterverse the same and, thing? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. He wants to know if uh, Davis is excited for Shin Ultraman. Oh, absolutely! Uh, like, like, I, like, as Godzilla versus Kong kept getting delayed, delayed, delayed. I took that sweet time to get into Ultraman. I watched all the way up to Ultraman Taro. I've also watched uh, Z Nexus, uh, Tiga, the movie The Next, and Ultraman. Uh, it's it's easily uh, become one of my all time uh, favorite franchises to come from Japan. Uh, like it, it's uh, like uh, it's it's a franchise where, uh, where where a lot a lot like Godzilla. There's something in there for everyone, and and, and from from what I've seen, no one's like really at each other's throats about which Ultraman is better because everyone agrees that hey, all these Ultraman shows are great. <laughs> 
And uh, and and why I'm super looking forward to shit Ultraman is because wait, so are you saying you watch every single Ultraman? Oh uh, no, I, I haven't seen every single Ultraman. Just saying that a lot of people seem to agree that uh, that all these Ultraman shows are very good. Uh, but, uh, uh, but but yeah, I'm super looking forward to Shin Ultraman because I feel like we have yet to see Shinji Higuchi like be at his like best performance as like a director. Because back in Return of Godzilla, back in 1984, he was just a uh, <clears throat> yeah, he was just the effects assistant next to Teriyoshi Nakano, who who mentored him, and uh, he did a fantastic job do- directing the effects of the Heisei Gamera trilogy. Sorry, so, sorry, Jay. I know you don't like them, but <laughs> uh, and then and, and, Wait, and while a real quick question is Ultraman a robot or just a supersized man? Um, an alien. Uh, it's uh, uh, so, what? Uh, okay, so 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 basically, the premise of Ultraman is 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 that, is that basically uh, an, an alien finds like uh, like if finds a human host, which is uh, which. Uh, it, it basically puts its body into this sort of device that it gives the host. Mm-hmm. Like in the very first Ultraman series, it's a beta capsule, which is uh, which is like this. Uh, it, 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 it almost kind of looks like a like a vape. But yeah, the the host pushes the button and and he grows giant and transforms into Ultraman. Mm-hmm. It was basically Power Rangers before Power Rangers, basically. Like, Ultraman ultimately gave birth to Power Rangers as we know it. Thought, oh, yeah. I thought Super Sentai gave birth to Power Rangers. Well, I, well, I, well Super Sentai was kind of a result of the uh, Henshin boom 70s, which was technically kickstarted by Ultraman. Okay, then. The, the Henshin boom is when you have, like, this huge craze of transforming superheroes like Ultraman, like Kamen Rider, like Super Sentai, which was basically, hey, let's have a show where where we basically have five Kamen Riders in a show, but they're all like different colors and all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Shin Ultraman because I, I love uh, Shinji Higuchi's work. I mean, I, I love the live action Attack on Titan films. I love Shin Godzilla. I feel like here he has a huge opportunity to like perform at his best as a director because with Shin Godzilla, he was just a co-director with Attack on Titan. Um, he was very limited by Hajime Asiyama's, uh requests because he had a huge part in the production of those films as well. And uh, also, I'm also um, interested in seeing what Hideki Anno um, is bringing to the table because not only is he producing it, he's also writing it. And he also uh, wrote Shin Godzilla and directed it. Excellent. Well said. Um, Shay Smithers asked Davis Anquish, uh, what did you guys think of Dragon Ball Super as a follow-up to Z? Um, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll be real here. Um, I, I kind of had no interest in watching Super, but I did see Battle of the Gods, Resurrection F, and Broly, and I loved those movies. I'll say this, um, kind of very similar to Davis. I don't think any Dragon Ball fan really had an interest in watching Super because I don't think anybody expected a series after Z. Like, uh, Dragon Ball Z is a great show, all right, for, for what it is. And, like, that's yeah. that's what made it the GOAT show. Everybody knows Dragon Ball Z. Not a lot of people know Dragon Ball, the original show, before Goku, you know, <laughs> was an alien. Where the strongest thing he could do was Kaioken, and that's about it. But Dragon Ball Z was great. I loved it. Super is good. Um, because of the fact that it just takes everything up a notch and like it takes it to the max where they're literally fighting gods 
and, and like Goku's already died so many times back in Z and it's just like, I don't know it, it takes everything up to a notch where it's just like it's good because you know I love watching a fighting show every now and then as a follow-up to Zito I don't know if I might this might be controversial I don't know if it's a good follow-up because Z was a good overall show if that makes sense um I want to welcome Sean Barry to the chat. Hey, hey Sean! Sean. <laughs> and he, he asks, uh, where is it here? He asks, uh, which Godzilla do you find more frightening, Shin Godzilla or Godzilla Ultimate? Bit of a tough question because Shin Godzilla is basically like a giant monolith, whereas Godzilla Ultima is basically a demon. So, uh... Uh, I'll, 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 I guess when it comes to like the like like the eerie aspect of it, I'd probably go with Shin Godzilla. Yeah, but when it comes to but, but when it comes to characterization, probably same. Ultima. That's well said. I always feel like here's the thing I liked about Shin Godzilla. I want to say it earlier. The thing I love about Shin Godzilla, I know, Kush, uh, you kind of knocked the design a little bit, but to me, Shin Godzilla's really the first time where like Godzilla is like an abomination like he was always meant to be I mean yeah 1954 he kind of was but I feel like Shin Godzilla really made him look like I mean come on come on now Jay the man looks like a coke bottle I I I, I just like the fact that he's got like the charred skin and like oh yeah yeah, I, I got you with that the skin the teeth but the shape He's a coke it, bottle with legs. He, he's, he's, he's been eating too many Krabby Patties. Yeah, exactly. He looks like Squidward <laughs> from that one episode. And I get that it's, you know, grounded in reality, but Monster vs. Godzilla is pretty grounded in reality. I literally just saw for the first time the trilogy Godzilla. I think that's pretty grounded in reality in terms of just having big legs to support all the weight and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know, I can't get the coke bottle look past my face, like my mind. That that That's fair. Yeah. Um, Okay, so real quick, just want to reiterate, uh, thanks to everybody who's in the chat, but we are giving away a copy of Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk. If you want to enter to win, send an email, just your name in the subject line, to nerdcagelive at outlook.com. We'll draw a winner here at the end of the show, and I will personally email the picture of the digital code. All right, so that being said... Uh, guys, there is a whole bunch of, uh, news dropped this week as far as, like, movies that just start filming. And we can just kind of all give our two cents on, like, uh, how we feel about the sequel, how we felt about the first movie. So, let's start with Aquaman 2. So, it was revealed today, Aquaman 2 just started filming this week. James Wan, once again behind the camera, along with obviously Jason Momoa, Amber Heard. Uh, what, she's still on it? What's that? She's still in it? Yes. And so is uh, Yaya Abul Abtin II who played Black uh, Manta. And I don't remember the actor's name, but the guy who played Ocean Master. They're all back for the second movie. James Wan says he's planning on making this one darker. So, Man, Davis, I Bush, just... go ahead. I just keep losing more and more faith in WB every single day, bro. Oh That's my fair. god! Well, for, with the fact that you know, and we discussed this on the both of the past episodes with the whole Snyderverse thing that they won't bring it back, and even though it's very clear there's a demand for it, and it looks like it could be a great story, but the fact that they don't release Amber Heard and replace her in the movie is something. You know, let's talk bigger picture here that should have been done 
mm-hmm. and it's honestly kind of a crime that hasn't been done. Um, and I'm just like, why is WB supporting somebody like her? You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, it's it's very scummy when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, you switch the situations, make Amber Heard a man, make Johnny Depp a woman, he'd be in jail immediately, and he wouldn't see the light of day for years to come, but that is what it is. Well, to be fair, neither one of them are innocent in anything, really, so... I'm not saying that. Yeah. Uh, I am very much just pointing out the fact that yeah. she is an abuser that didn't face any consequences, it seems. Yeah, I mean... It, it, I mean, it she literally cut is. his finger off, broke his bones, gave him multiple scars. Like, uh, that's kind of very far. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I, Aside from Amber Heard, like, I like the first Aquaman movie. Um, I really would like to see... I don't know. This is just me personally wishing. My personal wish was I would like to see the Dead King as the villain. Uh, the Dead King, for those who don't know, the Dead King was basically, he's, he was the former ruler of Atlantis, but he's been dead, but now he's like, like frozen. Now he has like a frozen kingdom. And I think that he would, not only that he'd be a great villain, he'd also be a great Injustice character as well if they, you know, make Injustice 3. But anyway, I feel like if I, they make a trilogy, maybe he'd be a great villain for the third one. Because yeah. are they, are, aren't they moving forward with Black Manta as the villain for this one or not? Yeah, Black Manta's still in this movie, yes. Yeah. I don't know if no, that's like not, the uh, The Dead King. That's not King Atlan, the guy that he got the trident from, is it? No, no, no. He's oh. he's completely uh, other ruler of Atlantis. So, gotcha. Um, but yeah, and another movie that started filming this week. This, okay, no. I wish Mark was here for this because I'm not, I'm baffled that they're moving forward with this. Black Panther 2 just started filming. Yeah, I don't know who they're replacing like, the Black Panther with. Like <laughs> I don't like this. I, like, if they're going to continue on with it, I'd rather they don't recast Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 feel, uh, I feel like if, like, if they're going to continue on with it, I feel like the best way to uh, like preserve his legacy and pay the respects to him is to pretty much like pass the torch on to Shuri. I've heard yeah, that a lot. Yeah. The, the thing yeah. is though, it's like one, and this matters, all right? She definitely needs to gain some muscle, bro. She needs to get bigger. Like it does matter. There's like, there's only so much you could fool me into thinking um, a, a stick of a person is out here doing what Black Panther does. But also too, we're talking, let's talk acting chops, right? Uh, do you think she has the skill to take up that big of a role in that big of a franchise? It's you know, like it's very, very big shoes to fill, especially yeah. considering uh, like uh, like uh, uh, Bozeman's fantastic uh, performances and uh, body uh, of work experience. Yeah. You know, like uh, like uh, like 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 yeah, narrative wise, like it, it would make sense. But at the same time, he like he left so much like of an impact on the MCU that. It's it's gonna be nearly impossible to live up to that standard. I do want to ask, in a, in kind of a similar situation where they're shifting mantles, how do you guys feel about with Thor: Love and Thunder? How they're gonna basically Thor is not gonna be Thor anymore. It's gonna be um Natalie Portman. I mean, I I, I get they want to like kind of make it more like the more recent comics, but at the same time, uh, I do hear a lot of the more recent comics are 
pretty trash. So I yeah, no, I mean, I really don't know how to feel <laughs> about that. As somebody that's like a huge Marvel and DC fan, and before anybody calls me a Marvel hater because I literally grew up with the MCU. Like the first yeah. MCU movie came out when I was like eight or nine, so I grew up with it throughout my entire life. Basically, you were one hundred percent correct. The recent Marvel comics, I want to say from 2014, 2015 onwards, are just pure hot trash. While recent DC comics from that time, and they've had two resets. They had the New 52, and then um, uh, I forgot what the other one was called. It was a uh, very recent too, which dealt with the Flash. But they, they was they were really good. And the reason DC comics are always really good is because they have those reset points, and then they tell another great story for like a decade or so, and then they reset. Uh, you know, if we're talking specifically comic-wise, yeah, Marvel's been pretty trash lately, while DC's kind of held that down. But obviously, movie-wise, we know <laughs> we know what the deal is. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I Kush, you, you nailed it earlier. Like, if if, if the sister's gonna take over the mantle of uh, Black Panther, um, she needs to go on that that superhero Marvel diet because you know you know how I, I can't think of the actor's name. The the the, the Indian guy. The one, that's gonna be where in the it kind of reminds me of a little bit is like Gal Gadot. She was a stick, yeah. like in her first couple movies. Like for example, you first see her Fast and the Furious two thousand nine. I was like, when they first cast her, I'm like. She's way too skinny to be Wonder Woman, but she went on that training regimen, and she got big for it. She still wasn't big enough by BVS, but, like, you notice it, in like, in the Snyder Cut, for example, where it's yeah. like, yeah, she looks like Wonder Woman now. So, like, if Shuri's going to take over as the mantle of the Black Panther, needs to send her on, like, an extreme training regimen. Yeah, that's she's- what I'm saying. If she, if they can do, do work their magic on her, and so be it. I just... <sighs> I, I just don't like the idea of them going on... Without Chadwick Boseman, I just uh, that's yeah, just I, I, I don't yeah. It's like I don't even know unless you know you know how it would work <laughs> because there's talks of this anyway with the X Men. You know, Black Panther and Storm are married. <laughs> what if they just bring in Storm and have her deal with both X Men and, and Black Panther side? <laughs> hey, that that'd be cool, but I yeah, I think I'm not gonna lie to you. I hope if they do more X-Men movies, which they, I'm sure down the road they will, I hope it's separate from the MCU. They're, they're going to involve it. I feel like it's going to be like Phase 5 or 6 I or just, something. The thing is, like, how are we supposed to believe that like mutants all of a sudden exist when it's never been thought of or brought up before? Yeah, like, how, how, how are you going to... The questions you guys are posing is the same question I and I feel like all of us pose when, um, with the Eternals. How am I supposed to believe these guys have been here the entire time that happened, but oh, they have? I am not. I am not excited for Eternals. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I just and, and I agree with you guys. The the problem is is that they want to continue. And hey, we all could be wrong, and they have great success with it and execute it properly. Mm-hmm. I feel like the problem is they want to continue it in, in in one universe, one linear universe, so to speak. Where it's like these these stories really should be told in separate universes. Like the universe of the Avengers should have ended with Endgame, yeah. And then you do the Eternals and another stuff, you know, in another universe. Just like it's gonna get messy because you, you're gonna introduce X Men, and then I think somewhere down the line they're also gonna get Fantastic Four, which in my opinion the Fantastic Four are the most powerful superhero group in the Marvel universe, specifically because of dudes like Doctor Doom, and you, and you know he's Mister Fantastic and whatnot. Like they're like those guys. Right, but it's like, all right, how are you going to introduce them now and be like, oh, these guys are way more powerful than like the X Men and the Avengers and all that? Like, how do you introduce all that? I think all the comic book companies are kind of leaning heavy on the fact that you can explain anything away with the multiverse theory. 
Yeah, that that and it's gonna be like I don't know how they're gonna do it. Execute. But that's gonna get old after a while. Exactly. Going back to that. Yeah, so um, I, I just see a question there in the chat. Uh, Billy Monsters, besides X Men, who would you want? Uh, would you want Fantastic Four in the MCU? See, so yes, I want Fantastic Four in the MCU. Purely because worry? they're going, they're going that multiverse route. So like, it yeah. makes sense for Fantastic Four yeah. to be involved. I'm just worried because like every Fantastic Four movie that's ever come out was not good. So it, I well, just feel Fox, like. Right? Fantastic Four wasn't meant for the big screen. I, I, I But, but I it was Fox, though. Keep that in mind. It was yeah, Fox. Yeah, I know, but Kevin Foggy had his hands in, the, in those movies, too. So... And you're right about that, but the way they made movies back then and the amount of control you had is way different from now. True. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'll tell you what, though. The one I'm excited for is, is Shang-Chi. Mm -hmm. Shang-Chi yeah, looks that, that, that fucking awesome. Sweet. Yeah. And when I saw that trailer with Abomination in there, which I'm Yo, can we surprised. Can we, can we sidetrack for a second? Yeah, go ahead. One of the greatest crimes the NCU ever did was nerfing Hulk, bro. Thank you! Thank All you. Right? Thank, Thank you. you so much. Hulk is supposed to be, just like how I was saying, like, Fantastic Four is like the most powerful superhero group in the MCU. The Hulk is supposed to be right up there with them, bro. Like, he is by far the strongest Avenger, you know? And they nerfed Thor as well, which I, I'm a big Thor fan, and I never liked the fact that he was never as godlike as he should have been. Like, remember that, the city that they dropped in the second Avengers movie? Comic book Thor would lift that with one hand, bro. Not, not even break a sweat, right? But See, the Hulk... The, yeah, go ahead. I like the original, not the original version of the Hulk. Not the Hulk. Yeah, look, the Incredible Hulk, but the, right? But the version of the Hulk where... The angrier he gets, the bigger he gets. Yes. I did like that. And and that was they did that with Incredible Hulk, but they nerfed him like MCU Hulk has gotten so much weaker over the yeah. years. The best version of him was truly 2008 Edward Norton, the Incredible yes, Hulk. Thank you. I love that Edward was the Norton. Best I love version. that movie. Even though it's not necessarily the most entertaining, that was as yes, Hulk it as was. Hulk. I loved it. <laughs> no, I'm saying entertaining for Marvel's comic factor, right? Yeah. Like that's the main reason. I think other than them nerfing him so that he could be on the same power level as everybody else, but they wanted to make him into just basically a comedy shtick is what he's become, well, right? Not just that, but I'm, I'm biased here. I love Edward Norton, and I'm so heartbroken that they teased the leader. Remember yeah. when, like, the the, the the chemicals fall on his head and his brain started to swell up? And I'm like, oh, my God, the leader's going to be the next villain. And we never got that. And like, yeah, No, they uh, literally just killed the Incredible and they, Hulk and then, like, no, franchise. No, Mark Ruffalo is a great actor, but he, he made the Hulk a side bitch goofy the hulk is i don't even to be, know if that's his fault but i, I, know, I know but the hulk's supposed to be a tragic character edward norton oh, yeah. had that right the hulk is the a hulk tragic is character. to be stronger than all of them bro yeah. like like they just they nerfed him in terms of character in terms of strength in terms of look size yeah. like incredible hulk was the best version of him and and the reason i brought that up is because when i saw abomination i'm like yeah. if abomination was to fight hulk again it's no contest that man is like one punching him out of existence, bro. Versus when it was a legit matchup back in the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I was oh, just yeah. surprised. Like, Go ahead, Davis. Uh, like uh, uh, I remember watching Age of Ultron, and, and there was that one bit where the Hulk's uh, flying, uh, flying away in that jet. I'm thinking, oh, they're gonna do Planet Hulk, and then they're gonna do World War Hulk. Hulk bro. Never got that. Now, now, yeah, there are people who say, oh, well, Thor Ragnarok yeah, is basically say, Planet Hulk. Ragnarok. No, that, that is not Planet Hulk. They, they, they if, never if you want Planet Hulk, Hulk, watch the animated movie. Yes. Like, they never watched the animated movie Planet Hulk if they thought that was Planet Hulk. And speaking of the Hulk. 
Can we bring back Sam Elliott as Ross? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's too, it's too late. The William Hurt bit is like in every single MCU movie. In fact, he's playing a big role in the uh, Black Widow. By the way, Joe, let's go see Black Widow next week. Um, but yeah, nah, man. This listen, the nerfing, like they just, if they can somehow, some way, bring back just that character design, which has always looked so much better to me, I'd be happy. But yeah, it ain't happening. Like Abomination. Is it just knocking this man out if he ever sees him, bro? No, yeah. what I was just surprised is that I thought that the MCU was trying to distance themselves from the the Edward Norton version of Hulk, but here they uh, they bring in the Abomination because they probably felt, oh wait, the first Shang Chi trailer didn't have any throwbacks to the MCU. Let's show them the Abomination in the next trailer. Anyway, Shang Chi looks freaking awesome. I'm just surprised that they're thrown in the abomination when I thought they were trying to distance themselves from that Edward Norton movie. And and it's, it's, oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's probably a shame when uh, when, uh, when when deep down uh, he's probably only going to be in it for like a minute. Yeah. I hope we'll, he's not. We'll because I, I hope Shang-Chi's good because I like the, the Mortal Kombat aspect of it, the you know the Asian culture and all that. It's, it's, I, I, I think it looks cool. It's actually one Marvel movie I'm actually looking forward to. Not so much Eternals and Obviously, I'm, gonna, I'm here for Spider-Man, but... We I'll say this about Abomination. <laughs> Even though he looks slightly different, I, I do like his design a lot. It's still very similar yeah. to the 2008 design, right? It, it, it looks so similar. Yeah, I like and, it a lot. And, and, and he finally has his fish ears. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, I'll, and I'll say this. Just like how Shang-Chi is the one movie you're really interested in, I think I said this backstage before we started, how I haven't watched any of the Disney Plus Marvel shows yet because they just haven't reeled me in, pulled me in. Movie-wise, Shang-Chi is the only one that's reeling me and pulling me in. Yeah. I'm honestly not that interested in Black Widow, even though it's had like two years to try and reel me in, pull me in with trailers and whatnot. I'm just like, I always thought they made that movie way too late compared to when they should have made yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. And, yeah. And then with Eternals, it's the same thing. It's like, you're not selling me on the fact that these dudes were there and they didn't do anything. Like, that's just going to yeah, be, I'm still going to eventually watch it. <laughs> and I do know that they are incredibly powerful, but I'm just like, there's only so much you could like convince me of, right? So it's like the, literally the only movie right now that I really want to watch is Shang-Chi and then Spider-Man Far From Home. And that is, I've always loved the MCU Spider-Man movies, but this one, I think we all are waiting for Tobey Maguire to pull up and Andrew Garfield to pull up in that movie. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get a Spider-Man trailer in like next week or something when Black Widow comes out. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, something I want from the MCU personally is a John Bernthal Punisher movie. Uh, I really like that. that. Was that the actor that was the Punisher in the Netflix series? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's another thing, bro. They ended all those net like they were good, bro. Yeah. I don't know why they ended all. I, 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 I'm still. I mean, Thomas Jane himself said he would love to produce a movie. Bro, Punisher was good. Uh, like I loved Daredevil, Daredevil so much. I was heartbroken yeah. when they canceled that. Like Every I was mad. Every single show that they had was like top notch, and then they just ended it. I, I, I mean, I watched because Rosario Dawson is in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like Daredevil was good. Um, I did not see Jessica Jones. I love Luke Cage. No, especially, Jones was especially really good shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan when, when he went <laughs> in and they started playing uh, Bring the Rock Kiss mm -hmm. oh god that was so fucking awesome <laughs> bro there was not a bad Defender show on Netflix Daredevil was my yeah. favorite 
Luke Cage was amazing. Jessica Jones was good. Yeah. And, and then Punisher, nothing but great things to say about Punisher. Uh, I'm a little indifferent about Punisher because I didn't care for John Berthel personally because I really loved Rafe. Uh, Ray, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Ray from the, Stevenson. From the movie back Ray in the Stevenson, because Ray Stevenson was a rugged, old-ass Punisher. I felt like John Berthel's too, too young. Surprised you, I'm surprised you don't like the, uh, you didn't want more of the uh, Dolph Lundgren. Hey, <laughs> that, that's a, listen, the Dolph Lundgren movie is fun for like a good laugh or, or you know, if it's your thing, a drinking night or something. Like it's it's hilarious. I I can actually watch the Dolph Lundgren movie and get a good laugh out of it. Watch as Dolph Lundgren is the Punisher. Watch as he drives a motorcycle in the sewer for half the movie. <laughs> Dude, it's so bad, but like I don't know. There, it's just it's so bad. It's good. I feel like I can get some kind of enjoyment out of it. I know it's it's one of those. You know, remember that Facebook? Oh, thing I that didn't even did? know that the um the 2004 movie had a sequel. No, no, no. There, um, the 2004 movie had a, uh, a like a mini series, uh, like a mini clip. What was it? The, the 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 Laundry Day or something? It was called Punisher Laundry Day or something. And then oh, so Punisher Warzone is the Ray Stevenson one. There are yeah, two see, that's ones. the one I like. Ray Stevenson nailed that role. Uh, Billy Mount the Third wants to know how you feel about the Thomas Jane rendition of it. Yeah, that's the 2004 one. I thought it's they were connected. Good, I guess but they're it's not. not... The problem with the, the, the 2004 movie is that Thomas Jane wasn't big enough to be the pun. He wasn't like, yeah. he wasn't big enough. He's a great actor, and it was it was a great performance from everybody in that movie. But yeah, it wasn't was violent amazing. enough, and Thomas Jane is just not big enough. Like Dolph Lundgren's huge, Ray Stevenson's huge. Like, I just feel like just yeah, I feel like Thomas Jane's just not big enough to be the Punisher. Good so I, I literally just took five seconds to read up on the, both of the Wikipedia pages. The Punisher, the one with Ray Stevenson, was supposed to be a sequel to the 2004 Thomas Jane one, but then it just ended up being a reboot. So it's kind of telling a very similar story, apparently. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it, it was. It was fortunately, it wasn't a sequel. It could have been, but it wasn't. But I did like that movie, as cheesy as it was. The violence was there, and Ray, Ste like I said, Ray Stevenson, perfect. He was the perfect uh, Frank Castle. Big, rugged, old, didn't put up with no bullshit, violent. He was perfect. Perfect. My book. That's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I haven't seen Warzone, uh, but I do know for a fact that I, I like that Jigsaw design way more than a Netflix one. Oh. Davis, maybe yeah, one of these nights we'll cool. watch it together on Zoom, because it's, it's a it. trip. <laughs> Alright, so there's one more movie I wanted to cover. Uh, I respect everybody's time, but there's one more movie I want to get to. We kind of touched on it a little earlier. John Wick 4 started filming this week. Ooh, Hell boy. That's going to be good. And Donnie Yen is in John Wick 4. Like, let's and, go. And, and Hiroyuki Sonata. He's, he's, he's going to be in it, too. Kush, are you a John Wick fan? I'm a, the, I'm a very big John Wick fan, but I still haven't seen the third one. I've only seen the first oh, two. Oh, dude, watch the third oh, one. Watch the third watch one. The third <laughs> I've only seen, bro, like, I don't know what to say, why I love John Wick so much, but, like, I saw the first movie, and I was like, this is epic, bro. This is great. Yes. And I, I had to go watch. Like, I just love the John Wick movies. It's, it's 
It's great. I don't know. I can't pinpoint one thing, but I, I just still haven't seen the third one for some reason. I feel oh, the I, third I have so much more uh, respect for Keanu Reeves after seeing his behind the scenes shoot training. You know, him, him shooting and everything. It's, it's intense. <laughs> I, I like know, that theory. There's a theory out there that um, John Wick is 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 the, is the alternate timeline where uh, Ted goes to military school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, like, how would you even describe John Wick to somebody that didn't see it? It's just a he's he's just a dude you don't mess with. He's just an assassin type dude you don't mess with. Like, I don't even know how I would describe it as a genre. I, I, I mean, I can describe it in three words. Just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's like the it's. I feel like it's like the the old man rev, like action revival, kind of like the Expendables, uh, the Equalizer, um, Taken. But John Wick is that category, but a whole new level, man. Like, oh yeah, it's way better than all of those. Yeah, <laughs> a one man like, army. Yeah, yeah, like he bring. Not to mention, I'm a dog lover too, so. <laughs> So it's very yeah. relatable. There's, like, <laughs> there's so many memes of the John Wick movies as well, bro. Like, the, my favorite one is probably when um, it's like from the like, uh, just a goon's perspective. Like, oh, he got nothing but a pencil left. What he gonna do with it? And then like, you just see the man die. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, like I said, I, I'm stoked for, for for part four. But yeah, Kush, part three, almost as good as the first one. I like part three a lot, especially. I don't know. What how would you rank the? How would you rank the ones that are out right now? The first one, three, three two. What about you, Davis? One, three, two. Yeah. Um, I'd say I've actually heard people say two is better than one. That's the first time I heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, me, three, two, one. Really? Yeah. Joe, what about you? I'm with you on this. I think. One, three, two. Yeah, I, I think I think that's yeah. Good. I just I hope four keeps going. I hope four like I feel like. Man, talk about a trilogy of movies where like there's not one bad one. Like if they can keep the the you know quadfecta going, I hope like. But with with just the fact that Donnie Yen is in it, like oh my god, like oh god, bring. Well, there's no they're, they're bringing back the Matrix. Somebody said Matrix. Yes, Matrix yeah, Force comes four. out in December. Yeah. Didn't they end the story in the third one? I'm here. Listen, I'm hearing rumors that are they somehow trapped in the simulation again? What in the world? I'm. I don't know how true this is. Davis, back me up. But I heard rumors that Matrix Four, which does come out in December, by the way, on HBO Max, they're saying that that Matrix Four ignores two and three. I did hear something like that. I mean, I damn. How do you yeah, move forward with that, it. like story-wise and even for like fan-wise? Like, I don't do you know. Like this movie I, is I like no really idea, well kept. I thought it was supposed to have a resurrection element to it. I don't know. Like they've kept this movie like, like hush hush. Like, yeah, they have. Like really good job keeping this movie hush. Like I'm, we're probably gonna get a trailer soon because, like I said, it's an HBO Max movie. I, I if it ignores the second and third, how in the like once again story-wise and then fans, it's like is there any big I have no in here? How do you guys feel about that? I have I have no proof. I just this is just rumors on the internet. Like I'm hearing a lot of like like this is supposed to ignore two and three. I don't know how like, or why. I have no proof. Let me ask the hypothetical if it if it is, are you a big matrix fan? Um Davis, Joe, or any of you big matrix? Like how do you how would you feel about that? Uh they're gonna have to explain it uh pretty well 
in order to get me to ignore two and three. They're like, yeah, this is what they're gonna say about me. Like, oh, two and three was part of the simulation. Two and three was a virus. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have no idea how. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Like, yeah, like we we know basically next to nothing about this movie because the, because they I mean they they've kept like all the information about this production like tighter than Fort Knox. Yeah, I mean I thought I thought it would be cool if they made Nero the new architect. Oh, I was going to ask, other than you know obviously Keanu, is there any other reprising roles? Yeah, Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, no Lawrence Fishburne, but Carrie Ann Moss is back. Uh, they couldn't bring back Lawrence Fishburne. And the and the Wachowski, uh, well, he's well, a they're she directors, now. right? Yeah, yeah, he's a she now, but same director. So, so like, why um um, what am I asking here? Why couldn't they bring back Fishburne? I don't know. And the funny thing is, Fishburne <laughs> was in the John Wick movies. Yeah. So I don't know. Like even even Fishburne, came, even Fishburne, <laughs> Fishburne even came out and said like like yesterday like yo why I don't even know why I wasn't in it. So but I know Carrie Ann Moss is in it, so I know that for a fact that it, it's Keanu and Carrie Ann. In fact, oh Jada Jada Smith, oh Jada Pickett Smith is in it too. Uh, just another. I hate Jada, just like I hate, <laughs> like I hate Amber Heard, man. Every it's like every month she got a question Will's manhood on the internet or something, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's there's always some sort of entanglement going on. Yeah, uh, I'm waiting for the day when Will Smith starts and uh, snaps and starts his villain arc. <laughs> John Wick Will Smith edition. Yeah. Funny. Oh, Coach, did you know this? Do you know that uh, Will Smith was originally supposed to be uh, Neo? He turned it down. Like all the way back in 2000? Yes. He turned ah. it down in favor of Wild Wild West. Probably his biggest regret. Mm. Jada, oh, wow. on the other hand, did not turn <laughs> it down. I was going to say, I think I think getting married was probably his biggest regret, man. Oh, um, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was talking about Ultraman earlier. Uh, the, uh, like I, 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 I forget which studio wanted to do it, but, but a studio wanted to make... A Hollywood Ultraman movie, and and apparently they were eyeing Will Smith to be Ultraman. And, oh, shit. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and that was like so long ago. It was like it was like early mid two thousand, so it's 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 not gonna happen. But but apparently Will Smith is a huge Ultraman fan. Damn, I just really damn, I'm still kind of disappointed they didn't get back Lawrence Fishburne. That's, yeah, no, I'm scratching my head too. I'm not gonna lie, like. I was actually expecting. He's probably him. like the second most popular character from the series. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he's like, and he's the most memed too. Uh, what if I told you? Yeah. yeah. Or which pill? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's nine thirty. I'll, I'll let you guys call it. You guys, um, it's getting kind of like. Do you, you guys want to cover some of the movie trailers that dropped this week, or do you, just, or you guys just want to plug in and call it a night? Well, I do have to welcome uh, Tuto Azuri. Yeah! Hey! Shout out to Tuto. Yeah. I love Tuto. <laughs> All the way from Italy, right? Yeah. Yes. Dude, thank you for dropping oh, in, wow. man. Uh, uh, which one was dropped this week? Oh, a bunch of them. Let's, let's just do it real quick. A bunch of them. I'll go right in order. So, Halloween Kills. That's looking good. Yeah, oh yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, Kush. Did you see the 2018 Halloween? I didn't. Was it good? Woo. It was a reboot, right? Or was it a um, sequel to something? It was a but, sequel yeah. that to the first movie. It ignored every single Halloween movie but the first one. A sequel boot, if you yes. will. So a sequel to when the, the first the, movie uh, came out? 
Uh, first movie was 1978. Eight. I want to say. Wow, Jesus. How many Halloween movies came out in between? Like, that's got to be a lot. Ten. Yeah. They ignored yeah. ten whole movies. That's crazy. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So this. Yeah. So this. Wait. So in those in those in those ten movies that it ignored, was there any reprising roles from the original one, or no? Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. She was in every single one. Well, no, 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 no. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis was in one, two, and HBO or HBO H two O, which was part seven. Oh, I and she was in Resurrection. That was part eight. So yeah, she was okay, in. Okay, so even though she reprised for two, they still ignored two. Yeah, yeah, they're ignoring two because here's the thing: the second one, real quick, the second movie is where they explain that Laurie and Michael were brother and sister. So the first, so this new Halloween, the 2018 one, ignored the second one and completely scrapped the brother and sister aspect and just made Michael Myers was just a psychopath out of the mental institute that just wanted to kill her. And so, also, so then since it ignored all of that, so then it, obviously there's nowhere to ignore the big time skip and aging then, right? Yeah, so, so what happened in this timeline like is at the end of the first, so the, the 2018 movie explained that after Mike Myers was shot and fell off the balcony, he was arrested and thrown back in the mental institute. And this, the 2018 movie, 40 years later, he escapes from the mental institute again and goes after Jamie Lee Curtis again. But so it's done so much better. Does this trailer imply this is one is going to be about then? So this one is a follow, a direct follow up to the ending of the 2018 movie. Okay. And it's it's produced by Blumhouse, who also did the Invisible Man reboot. So like Blumhouse is riding this wave of like excellent horror like reboot movies. So mm -hmm. it's this is expected to be good. The trailer was fucking tense and off the chain. Because Mike Myers just does his fucking thing. Like, yeah, it's going to be great. Just saying. So, yeah, check out. Yeah, so, Kush, check out Halloween 2018. I think you'll generally like it. Davis, any uh -huh. other thoughts on Halloween? Um, I, uh, uh, not, 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 not necessarily. Um, I, I mean, I mean, just, just bring on Halloween kills. I mean, I, I really enjoyed uh, 2018. I'm, I'm especially a huge fan of the first movie from 78. Yeah. Uh, and not, not, not so much of most of the other ones, but um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Halloween Kills. And fun it fact, looks ha solid. Halloween Ends was also... Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends were filmed at the same time, so I think Halloween Ends comes out next... Hot, like so 20, 2022. Yeah, it's going to be... A, it's going to end it. And another oh, nice. trailer that dropped this week, I got, got a couple more. Candyman. Um, I think. <laughs> uh, so Jordan Peele is producing this one. Um, I only like the first Candyman movies. I didn't like any of the other ones. I'll give this one a chance. Did you guys catch this trailer or no? Uh, I, I I I I didn't catch the new trailer. Um, I I I, I actually I actually wasn't aware that uh, there, there was a new trailer until recently, but I didn't have the time to uh, check it out real quick. Uh, I do know that the original Candyman film uh, is uh, is is a pretty well known classic, and uh, and and and, uh, and I like Jordan Peele uh, as a director. Really liked uh, Get Out. Really liked Us. I'm very interested in seeing what he has to offer uh, in Candyman. I was gonna say I don't even know what Candyman is. I've never heard of it in my life. But because I love Jordan Peele's movies, uh, you know, Us and Get Out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you talk about some great movies like. Yeah. Uh, I, I still 
I I'm kick myself every time. I still have to watch um Black Klansman. Like from the moment I saw the show for that, I, I still haven't gotten to watch it. I think he had a hand in that as well, right? Or I'm not sure if it was director or producer. Spike, or something. Spike Lee directed the Black Klansman. Um, yeah. So then I think he had like a hand as a producer in it, yeah. and be, just because of that, I just want to see it. You know, he's one of those filmmakers where it's like, oh, he has a hand in something. All right, I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah, yeah. Joe, you got any thoughts on Candyman? Um, not really. Um, I haven't, I haven't really seen the the trailer yet, so I've, I've got to, I've got to watch it. Um, and yeah, yeah. And, and for those, and Chris, since you haven't seen Candyman, I'll say this: this one's a complete reboot. I don't think it has any ties to the first movie. I, at least I don't think it does. Oh, um, cameos from the original. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a reboot. Yeah, so it's okay. If you haven't seen the original Candyman, like, if you go into this movie blind, I think you'll be all right. Um, and if another... Okay, so I'm probably the only one in, 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 in the group here right now, but the next trailer that dropped that I'm excited for, The Many Saints of Newark. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, I've been I've been mean to watch The Sopranos for so long, and oh, I, I, I I actually did take a look at the trailer, and uh, it, it it looks pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, it it actually makes me well, want to watch The Sopranos now. Yeah. So for those who don't know, The Many Saints of Newark, which is an HBO Max movie that's dropping in September, it's a prequel to The Sopranos that takes place in the six sixties or seventies. Well, anyway, so, it, it was seventies, I think. That, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, so the, the outfits were very seventies. Yeah. So, fun fact: James Gandolfini's son is playing young Tony Soprano, and it explains mm-hmm. his basically his origin story, how he became a I'll say this, crime. The boss. reaction on Twitter, which is really the only place you could really get a reaction like this, unless I don't know, there's a Facebook group for the Sopranos or something. It's very mixed. Which I haven't seen The Sopranos, so I don't know how to take that. But it's, I've seen very mixed reactions. Some people are like elated and excited for it. Other people are just like, "Oh my god, why are they doing this?" Yeah, no, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely. Listen, I'm not the biggest Sopranos fan. That was my grandmother's show, by the way. I wish she was still alive to watch this new movie. But like, The Sopranos, like to me, I watched the whole thing. So, but, and I will say, it kind of fills it out toward the end. But I still like the show overall. But this, holy smokes, I'm, when they first announced it, I scratched my head, and I was skeptic. But when that trailer dropped, all skepticism went away. I'm full on board for this movie. I really am. Joe, what about you? What are your thoughts, general thoughts on this movie? Um, I mean, I like mafia movies in general, but um, I only watched a few episodes of The Sopranos, so I don't know if I would actually get the story too much. Might have to rewatch. I might have to binge the Sopranos to see what I'm missing. Oh, you got plenty of time. I mean, there's seven seasons to binge, seven or eight seasons to binge, and uh, I thought it was only six seasons. No, no, it was like eight or nine seasons. I think it was eight. I'm pretty. Someone in the chat back me up. I'm pretty sure it was eight um, seasons of The Sopranos. I'm pretty sure. Um, according, uh, according to Wikipedia, it's six. Six? Oh, okay, I thought. Man, I could have sworn it was longer than that. And then finally. One last trailer, and we'll call the night here. Um, and then we can, you know, you guys can plug yourselves in. Joe, I know you're excited for this one. Davis, I know you watched right before we went on air. But if you're a fan of the Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge animated movie that came out uh, last year, uh, I was blown away by it. It's made by the same people who do the DC animated films. Uh, whole new take on the franchise. 
but there's a sequel and it comes out August 31st on uh, video on demand and on 4k Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms which is a direct follow-up where they face Shao Kahn holy smokes Davis go ahead dude all I'm gonna say is that we better have a watch party and we better do everything in our, in our power to get Master Pacina and Marquette yes! on. <laughs> yes! 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 <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm stoked for it. I love Scorpion's Revenge and this looks awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Kush, uh, did you, did you, now I know you're kind of like indifferent about Mortal Kombat, but did you ever see the animated movie that came out? I did not. Okay. Um, I'm also more of a Sub Zero guy than a Scorpion guy, so there's that. Okay, it's on H. The first movie is on HBO Max. Watch it. Mm -hmm. This movie does have this does follow up that story, and and and, and Sub Zero's brother is is a character like one of the main characters in this. So, uh, definitely check it out, Joe. <laughs> one of my uh, you're my long time Mortal Kombat buddy. Go ahead. I know. I I, I want to. I can't wait to see how they put all the realms into this, and um, the story is great so far. I, I did see the trailer, um, so I, I can't wait for this. This will be great, and I agree with Davis. We got to get the uh, the boys on. on I will do. Uh, <laughs> you put me on the spot, but I'll do what I, I'll do what I can. I'll say that. <laughs> I will do what I can. So, uh, yeah. Paul Jackett made it, by the way. He wants to know where Mark is. Yep, I'm, I was just about to message him. He got stuck at work. He was in Cincinnati. He got stuck at work in Cincinnati. So, um, unfortunately, he, he couldn't make it. He tried. Um, but, you know, but we, we had a soldier on. And, you know, we had a good turnout tonight. Um, and, yeah. oh, yeah, Michael B. He's my Wu-Tang buddy, man. Just want to shout out to Michael <laughs> B. Hey. <laughs> All day. I do want to field this one thing on. Yeah, Tutu Missouri has something for Kush. She says, uh, what do you call an ugly bird without any feathers in a cage at the zoo? Says, eagles beaten by giants. Nice. <laughs> you, I can't wait for Tutu to drop his comedy book, but he's taking a little while with it. Yo, listen. Want to talk a little football real quick? We're sweeping the eagles. We're coming for that ass, all right? The Eagles have screwed us so hard so many times. Not only last year, but during the offseason. You know what? I, man, I almost want to put money down on this. Giants are going to sweep the Eagles. I, I can't tell you the score, but I just feel like Joe Judge has a plan for the Eagles. Just saying. <laughs> nah, we're, we're going to sweep the Eagles just because the Eagles are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. So. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, Davis, you're you're a Texans fan, right? Um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But uh, I, I haven't really been uh, uh, up to speed as of late. I, I've, I've had a lot of stuff on on my plate lately. I get it. Well, Texans are kind of in a weird position right now because you know, they don't know what's happening with Deshaun. Exactly, the Deshaun yeah. Watson situation's tricky, and JJ Watt going to Arizona, which. It's just weird. It kind of did uh, hurt me a little because uh, because I, I in my mind I cannot separate JJ Watt from the Texans. <laughs> I know, same here. I think everybody, even if you're not a Texans fan, I think everybody felt, feels that way. Yeah. All right. So listen, guys. Thank you, everybody in the chat. Um. So, Davis, plug yourself in, and I already put the picture on the screen. Tell them about Saturday. 
Okay, so this Saturday, July 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern on Toku Titancast, we are going to be having a watch party for Invasion of Astro Monster, released in 1965. Uh, it is the, uh, hang on, I gotta count which Godzilla movie it was real quick. Six. It is, it is the, the sixth Godzilla movie. Uh, and not, not only is it one of the best Godzilla movies ever, it's also one of the best sci-fi films ever. So, uh, uh, definitely be sure to uh, tune in at 9 p.m. Eastern this Saturday, July 3rd. We'll be using the subtitle version that's on HBO Max. So, um, yeah, that's that's something to look forward to. And, um, yeah, uh, um, my, my name is Davis. I'm also known as Titan Goji. You can find me on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I also uh, sell my own T-shirts at Public. I just put up a design based on Godzilla Singular Point. Uh, Links in the description, just, people. Links in the description. Yeah. It's a description. Like it's it's a gym shirt with Jet Jaguar's face on it. The, the there's there's a version with dumbbells and a version with a barbell. So uh, be sure to pick that up. I already got like five orders from it. So uh, yeah, uh, off to a great start already. And also have a uh, also have a Patreon if you wish to support me uh, through those means. Uh, 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 Jay is a Patreon supporter. And, uh, it, and and if you ever plan on tuning into Tokyo Titan Cast in the future, keep in mind that YouTube takes 30% of Super Chats. So Patreon is definitely the way to go because uh, uh, because I, I don't have a missing 30%. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. All right. Kush from the Hub. Uh, there's nothing much for me to promote in terms of anything that I have coming up. Um, because you know it's a quiet time, the off season. I've just been sort of putting out both my update videos and my take videos as well. The two most recent of those was my sixth episode in my We Need to Talk series, which was on the Darius Slayton for any Giants fans in the chat yep. as to why we should kind of cut Darius Slayton some slack and like realize the stuff he had to go through was very similar to what our quarterback has to go through. Yeah, it was a good video. Fair reasons, you know, for his performance, we should do the same for his receiver. And then I also didn't want to take Crowder on what potential does he have in this uh, Giants defense that was one of the best in the NFL last year and improved in the offseason. So, yeah, kind of a low time, not much. Uh, merch, because I also put out merch. Thank you so much, Davis, for plugging his because it reminded me of mine that I also recently made two new ones. One is of our rookie wide receiver, Kadarius Tony, based off of his. Um, Alter Ego, and you know, as we all know, he's in the music industry, he's in rap as well. Young Joker, I made a design for Young Joker. This is what it looks like. It should pop up yep. on the back of me right now. Very nice. It's, I can't nice. zoom in, but obviously the Joker face with the giant helmet on it, and it's on a deck of cards because, you know, like, you know, the Joker that you see in cards. And then another one was of Leonard Williams, our star defensive end, who had the breakout season last year. His nickname is the Big Cat. I call him the Lion King. Because he's gonna, I think he's gonna take even another step forward. So you got Leonard Williams on there with the Lion King next to him. But that's Hell really yeah, dude. I, that's my next jersey. My next jersey is gonna be Leonard Williams, man. He's yeah. Oh man, he's probably my. He's definitely my favorite defensive player, no doubt. Like, oh, I cannot wait to see. I, I'm just, I'm like, like foaming at the mouth because I think our defense. I'm more excited. He for should the be even better. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he got even better players around him now. Absolutely. Um, and yes, all of Kush's links are in the description below. Please sub up both of these guys, support them, follow them on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. These guys are my dudes. 
and it was so awesome discussing Singular Point, Attack on Titan, and movies and whatnot. We got, dude, we got to bring this same lineup again with Mark, by the way. We need Mark back, but we got to oh, do yeah. the same lineup again. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, yeah, yeah, this was this was hell of fun. We, we covered a whole wide spectrum. Thank you to Giants Nation and Nerd KG. So giveaway time, giveaway time. I'm really let down. I only got one entry. I'm gonna give everybody one last chance because we only got one entry. If we only have one entry, guess what? That one entry is gonna win. Uh, you know, what, let me enter as well then. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I'll answer. Is is, is that considered cheating? (laughs) Uh, How about this question? Is there anybody, like, in your family? Yeah. Yeah. How about this? If someone in your family can enter, not you, Kush, someone in your family. And that that way, that's not cheating. Same with you, Davis. If you have any friends or family who wants to enter. We'll, we'll give it a okay, yeah, let me tell let me tell you something real quick. I have one person in yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just 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 yeah. I'm not I'm not against you guys having your friends or immediate family enter, but I, I feel like it'd be kinda like uh I don't I don't want to screw our one ent- entry here. Um mm-hmm. I gotcha. But yeah, but uh and same with you, Joe. If, if anyone your immediate family or anyone in your um friends or anybody I'll, I'll give everybody a chance right now to enter, right right here, right now. So Send a email with your name in the subject line to nerdcagelive at outlook.com and we will spin the wheel here in a couple minutes. Anybody in the chat here? Michael B, Shay Smithers, Tuto, uh, Paul. Do they have it sent in the subject line? Just just their name. Just their name. Okay. Just just to put their name in the subject line so I know who the person is when I put them on the you know the wheel of names. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see here. We get any? Oh, there we go. We got we got another entry. Okay. Um, hey Joe, can you just uh, keep, keep... I can't see the um the, the stream right now. I'm trying to put these entries in. Um, so Joe, can you kind of like keep the uh the stream occupied while I get Sorry some of these uh names in the wheel? Or, oh, actually, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, I don't know if you got the notification, Jay, but Yoko just posted this uh, basically ev- everywhere, and that this uh, that uh, July twenty eighth, uh, we're uh, we're going to be having a Shin Godzilla commentary. Yes, yeah. Go ahead, plug that in. Plug that <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's going to be you, me, also Matt from Monstrosities, uh, D Man nineteen fifty four. Uh, Adam from Scribe Productions, uh, 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 Laura Fitkin, uh, she's she's going to be there. Uh, <clears throat> let's see, uh, Chris from Gargantia Cast, he's going to be in there. Awesome! Uh, I've never worked with him. I'm excited. Oh, uh, Andres, aka Kaiju Noir, he's yeah. going to be there. Um, actually, uh, looking at this again real quick, uh, Nick is going to be there too, and uh, Jesse Berberic, uh, or. Jesse Berberich, uh, not sure how to pronounce that last name. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I've heard of him, but I mean, hey, it'll be a pleasure. Yeah, to yeah, so that's going to be him. great. So on the 28th, we're going to be doing the, the Shin Godzilla watch party with Yoko on the 28th. And then the next day, in case y'all missed it, Scott Pilgrim versus the World watch party right here on Nerd Cage Live with Joe and, of course, Davis, our friend Laura, Alex the Swell, Big Jack, the Real Talk podcast, the Review Roulette podcast, Mark. That's gonna be oh I cannot wait to do the Scott Pilgrim watch. So yeah, so you got two watch parties back to back. Mark your calendar. Shin Godzilla on Yoko Higuchi's channel. And right here on Nerd Cage Live on the 29th here. 
uh, Scott Program versus the World Watch Party, and of course this Saturday, Invasion of the Astro Monster Party. Again, let me reiterate, if you want to enter the contest, NerdCageLive at Outlook.com. Just send the name in your name in the subject line. We already got we got two more entries, so we'll uh, see if we got any more here. Hold on. Yeah, so we got three entries total, man. I'll give it another. I'll give it a couple more minutes here. Um, give everybody a chance to enter. Uh, and I want to I, I I tell everybody, uh, yeah. don't don't forget to, if you haven't already, join our Nerdcage Live discussion group on Facebook. Yes. Oh, say, yeah, good one, Joe. Soon, Thank uh, you. Jay. What's that? I do have to dip in, like, in the next minute or so. Okay. Um, yeah, if you, if you, if you, if you got to go, that's fine. Um, is there anything else uh, Anything else you want to just, uh, say before you go? Uh, no, just usually... Um, you know, check out the merch for anybody that's interested. Check out the channel if you're a Giants fan or just football fan. And thank you once again, Jay, for having me on. Yeah, third dude. time, uh, third time having a great time on here. Um, you guys were great. Uh, were great meeting you, Davis and Joe. You guys were amazing as well. And uh, I'm be out. Thank you. So listen, once again, thank you very much, everybody. Thanks to our buddies, Kush and Davis, Joe, the moderator. Thank you for doing what you do, Mark. We wish you could have been here, but that's okay. We we held down the fort. We'll have you back. Um, again, next week, Pest the Analyst is going to be our guest next week, fellow Giants YouTuber. So next week will be Pest the Analyst. The 15th, we don't know what's going on yet. The 22nd is going to be a live performance from Authentic. Be there for that. And, of course, on the 29th will be the, the uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World Watch Party. Again, this Saturday, I will be on Toku Titan Cast. Watching Invasion of Astro Monster on Davis's channel. So sub up to Titan Goji. He just hit 20,000 subscribers, but he could use more no matter what. And you should leave, come hang out with us and watch a great, one of my favorite Godzilla movies ever on his channel. And of course, Shin Godzilla on the 20th on Yoko's channel. And that's all I got. So that being said, before we go, we ask you to pretty please like, comment, subscribe. Ring that bell and spread that shit like civil. So USA from Louisville to Syracuse to New York City to Dallas, Texas, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live and The Hub and at Titan Goji. As always, enjoy life, stay safe, and good night. Ooh, trying to get out of the Nerd Cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerdcage Live! <laughs>